The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Kurt, Chris, Bridget, Joe, and special guest Mike are looking to wrap up this adventure within the campaign of A New Frontier. Will they be able to foil the curse in time? The paladin is rapidly aging and their time is running out. Enjoy the podcast. Hi and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Search us out on the internets. We are on the Googleses. You can Bing us. And, um, well, there's also the whole facebook thing. What about your Yoohoo? And your Yoohoo, you can find us on Yoohoo as well. It's ah. a delicious to- chocolatey drink and a way to find adventures from the shed. <laughs> to learn how to put Dungeoneers on the Yoohoo. We're <laughs> there not, you go. Yeah, we're not My wife says I'm not allowed to bing other people, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can Google them, just don't bing them. And here don't we bang. are, back continuing mm. our A New Frontier campaign. In our world of Paradisi, and this is a thanks to our guest for having put that map together for us years ago. Yeah, I yeah, still need to see that map, by the way. Yeah, yeah we do. And, I feel like um, it should I mean, be like around here, here right somewhere. now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go around the table and say hi. We'll start with this guy right here. This is Chris. I'm playing Uriel the Emulator. And remember, five star reviews so Kurt can get some. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, I also support support Kurt getting some. And this is Mike uh, playing Laramie Burnsteel. Uh, <laughs> he is the paladin of Josia, and uh, go Joe, go Joe, Joe. There you go. In oh, my defense, I can get some without a five star review, but I'll get more and better if you, you leave a five star review. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kurt, and I am playing uh, Breton, a ranger, a human ranger. And this is Lenore the cleric, who's not sure what anybody's getting, but um, definitely no Ottomans. No, definitely not <laughs> Ottomans. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, play the cleric. That's <laughs> it. I am Joe. I am the am the game master as we continue this Dungeon World campaign, A New Frontier. Kurt was mentioning in between recordings here that he had some notes, so we're going to go to Kurt for a quick recap of our last session. Yeah, I had some really detailed notes from this one. If I actually read them, they would be humorous because they say things like, crossed magical chasm, entered magical cave, seems really old and in disrepair. Uh, Gerald should be pleased, and a wizard's cave with lots of illusions. But that's a long way of saying that we uh, continued our journey with Laramie Barnsteel, who is a paladin Mm -hmm. of Josia and is aging very rapidly due to a curse that was placed on him when he entered a wizard's workshop, I guess, if you will. So we're trying to help him out by moving to that workshop, and after a session ago defeating a number of zombies... um, and now finding our way Indiana Jones style across this chasm with the kind of the disguised uh, balance beam. We enter the cave. There was a, a fork, a trident of paths, if you will, three, three paths. We took the left path and uh, ultimately ended up in the workshop where we found a magical closet uh, <laughs> in the sense that... Well, the, the closet it was in his bedroom. Yeah. Or in his bedroom yeah. uh, before we got to the workshop. But anytime we took an article, he took yeah. an article of clothing from it, it was, it was instantly replaced so after discovering the workshop and trying to figure out how to move forward three of the four of us decided to essentially take a magical cape it was this kind of if i remember correctly like a his cloak. dark yeah his wizard's cloak yeah, yeah. his dark dark blue almost black mm-hmm. wizard's cloak and so lenore larmy and uh uriel oh. have put on wizard's cloaks Breton has not, just because he's a little bit afraid that if the cloak like decides to kill them all at once, it might be good to have one person standing alive. <laughs> and not wearing the clothes. Yeah. And I so. have a wand. Basically, yeah. we're all dressed yeah. as cultists, so it's cool. Yes. Yeah. So not a cult. I, well, you're dressed as one. <laughs> yeah. not, no, a cult. not a cult. Not a cult. It's not a cult. Uh, so here we are at that point where the three, um, Lenore, Uriel, and Laramie, Mm-hmm. Uh, dressed in the wizard's clothing, have walked back into the workshop. Now, after spending a few moments in the workshop, about the same amount of time you spent last time before the light came out in the ceiling, um, the light comes on, but it doesn't shine on any of you. The face comes out of the ceiling, looks around, and then goes back up into the ceiling, and the light goes out. Hmm. Free passage through the workshop. I mean, I guess... Now that we have more time, I'd like to search a little bit more. I mean, almost like I was doing before with 
maybe not picking things up, but <laughs> but definitely looking at things. Okay. So we spend some more time. This will be um, time to roll a discern realities for those in the room, not right. at the door where right. you can still shout things in if you. Well, like. and not to interrupt the moment, but can I just ask one question? Ooh, another one after that. And another one after. Okay, that. go for it. Um, so in my recap, I didn't mention kind of the the lichy, skeletony wizard figure that we've actually yeah. seen. But was it was it him that said that he was really close to completing this legendary weapon, and that Gerald would be pleased? I'm trying to stitch together. It's the same person, the skeletal figure that invited you to dinner, the right, right. the face that came out of the ceiling, and the person who wrote in that journal. All the same person. Oh, so, but was that in the journal that we read that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. It was last page of the journal. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I rolled a nine for discerning those realities. All right, eight. then. Let's have a, let's have a uh, question in this area. Uh, I'm thinking I'm looking for something useful and valuable to me, <laughs> so that is what I'm looking for. So okay. what I hear is useful or valuable. Um, while you're looking around, uh, one of the scrawls on the wall catches your eye, and... The title of this list of instructions and um, ingredients, essentially a wizard recipe, the title of it is Rapid Aging. And then it has a list of things underneath it. Well, that might uh, be helpful to you. Guys, guys, right here, right here. <laughs> uh, I need, uh, please, uh, uh, Lenore, Lenore, can well, you well, figure we, this out? We don't want to rapidly age you. Let's look for one we'll that's do it from the similar. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's <laughs> look for one that's similar to reverse. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you know how it, it works? Maybe you can just like say it, say it backwards or something. Uh, so there is in this list. There are several different things. Um, uh, pieces of uh, petrified wood. Um, the uh, an ancient writing. Um, then, then there are several incantations underneath in a language you don't understand. But maybe it's really just something you say at the right levels and tones, and it may not actually be a language because wizards just make noises too, right? Mm. Uh, so, well, I'm not a wizard. But that 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 in that recipe that's on the wall. It looks like you would have to go find things to to complete the recipe, but it looks like something that it says, you know, the end result is target will age rapidly for several days before dying. What about... What if we did the reverse the of that? Like, mm-hmm. like instead well, we of petrified want you to keep wood, getting we had new wood. <laughs> I got new wood. But we, <laughs> we don't want you to get young younger. I mean, I want to get younger. Well, we, we don't want to curse you with that and you end up as a baby. Turn into a speck of dust. That old fella, Benjamin Button. That could be a fun remaining 50 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are there any of those scrolls here? Scrolls? Can we we scroll? No uh, scrolls, you know, things on the wall. Oh, you said scrolled? Yeah, written on the wall. Oh, okay. There is nothing. um, Me too. (laughs) There is no. Nothing written on paper, parchment, books, or anything in this room. Everything appears to be written on a wall somewhere. All right, so we just maybe need to see if he uh, mm. more stuff on the wall someplace. I mean, yeah. can I copy that down? Like, oh, is yeah. there paper yeah. in here <laughs> that I could do? It? Well, well, you well, have the journal. You, anything you're carrying, or the journal, anything it can be written. All right. Uh, yeah, I want to at least copy that down. Are you, you going to use the journal? Searching. Yeah, more. I'll let you. All right. I'm yeah. going to keep. I'm going to search around and see if there's a way to stop so when you open the journal um to the first empty page as soon as the journal is open to the empty page a quill that you didn't see on the wall flies over and is poised right above the first empty line like it's waiting for something ah hello quail uh if you could and it writes exactly what you're saying if you could copy that right there Uh, so it says hello quill if you could copy that right there Uh, okay Um, i guess that's not how it works um, that's not how it works uh uh uh, all right and then i would just like keep saying (laughs) these like what's on there what's on the wall and then it writes exactly what you say now when i say like there's there was parts that weren't like english yeah if i say it Enough that the quill can follow it. Yeah. Do I then understand it, saying it out loud, or Not really? No. no. Okay. It's like, um, like seeing. I'll equate it to something like seeing Chinese, and you can describe what the symbol looks like. We have no idea what that word meant, even if you could describe it well enough for somebody else to write it. 
you still don't know what that symbol means. In this case, it's letters you can recognize, but it's like something written phonetically rather than the the actual word. Hmm. And it's probably just an incantation that has to be said a certain way. So there's emphasis over certain letters and uh, letters in capital and lowercase that maybe you say this louder than that. And maybe some kind of chant incantation type of thing. Okay. But whatever you say, it's almost like the quill can see what you're looking at because it's written exactly as what you're seeing. But it doesn't move okay. until you talk. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would copy the whole thing down and then... Uh and as you sort of as it's finishing up, you realize the writing is not your writing. It's the same writing as the last entry in the wizard's journal. Hmm. So. But yeah, after I have it all copied down, I would sort of be looking at it and maybe trying to figure out like maybe there's a code or a way to like translate what those words that don't don't make sense. Like maybe if something gets moved around like that it would make sense to you me. Want, you want to make it an undo kind of thing? Or? Yeah, uh, or at least just like a starting point that okay. I would know where what it said and then maybe know a reverse on that. All right. So you'll take some time doing that while others are. I'm looking for something that looks like the opposite. Looking at what's on the wall that is actually readable enough from where you are, there's nothing that... It doesn't look like anything that's written has a way to counter it. Like, maybe that's just natural for a wizard to be able to counter a spell they did. Hmm. Because, well, it kind of is. Hmm. I'd just be searching the room for anything that looks well, about... Are you going in? Oh, uh... Because you weren't dressed <clears throat> for the occasion. Hmm. And I need to know if yes, you're going in. Yes, I would be going in. Because I would not realize that I shouldn't be. After although it you sounds spend like a few that. seconds in there, the light comes on. Uh-huh. The face comes out and stares at you, and says, "You are not meant to be here. Leave." Ah, go put a rope uh, on. I go <laughs> backtracking like Bugs Bunny. And when that happens, of course, everyone else notices it. But just like previously, the light doesn't shine on you, only on Breton, and I guess Cloud as well. Uh, right. And then when he steps out, the face goes back up into the ceiling. The light goes out. So at that point, I would probably go put on one of the robes and yeah. try to enter the room. And you probably want Cloud to sit outside. Yes. Now, sitting I mean, outside... You put a cloak on the dog. <laughs> sit, yeah. sit, Ubu, sit. Yeah. The sitting outside is really just it's sitting in the archway to the room. Right. Not like Cloud is out of <laughs> sight completely. Just right. not, not in the area that's going to set off the sentry. Right. Okay. So now within the room, you, Lenore, you don't see anything on the wall that says... Here's how to turn off the signs of rapid aging, or here's how to turn off rapid aging. There's nothing like that. It seems like every spell is a way to do something. Nothing is a way to undo something. So here's how to create a, um, a, deadly, mythic, uh, a, a deadly thick fog, but there's nothing nearby that says how to dissipate a fog. All right. I'm going to um, take the wand and I'm going to touch him and okay. see if anything happens. Your arm feels cold because it's metal, but aside from that, no. Nothing special there. What, so, Breton's gone into the room now with a cloak on. Right. So, I was actually just looking around for valuables, okay. like potions, money, <coughs> artifacts that look strange that might the, be on the table. The only thing that's valuable as far as gold pieces are concerned are material components that haven't yet been used. So, yeah, there are a couple actual pieces of gold, a couple actual pieces of steel, metal, in different shapes and sizes, not like a, a round gold piece with a stamp on it, right. but a, an actual piece oh, of right, gold. Right. But I don't see any tomes or um, artifacts. In this room, it seems like the only thing that has anything written on it are the walls. The walls. Uh, artifact type of things, maybe. With nothing you immediately recognize as, as a definitive artifact. But you might also not be familiar with stuff well over 200 years old. Because it would have been old before he even brought it into this room, which has been a couple hundred years now. Uriel, anything anything you're more interested in seeing, doing, touching? Not in this room. No? <coughs> yeah. All right. So you're just kind of keeping an eye out? Yeah, keep an eye out. Just keep, yeah, in case anything pops it, up. In the okay. ingredients that are in here, is there enough to do that spell? No, there, it's missing the... Um, some of the, the b- biggest thing I mentioned, like petrified wood, is not in the room. But it, it re- relies on old things. Now, 
granted, any of the material components sitting around would definitely be an old thing now, some form of relic, because it's over 200 years old, anything sitting in the room. But you don't have all of the components to do the aging spell in the room. Yuri, were you wanting to go check something in particular? I want to check out that cold spot in the pantry that might lead somewhere. Is there any, like, notes as far as, like, there's a bunch of spells in here. Yep. Is there any that talk about cold that we would maybe be tipped off before we go search this thing? Like, okay. maybe that's a spell or is it that'll opening freeze a us. Okay. So, um, this takes, because of how big the room is, this room, we call it, a, a, like, a 20-foot circle. All the way um, left right diameter. Is that diameter? When you measure from side to side. Yes, that's All diameter. Right. What's the, the radius? Is circumference. 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 Right. What's radius? Half of half a half diameter. Half. Ah, see? From the center out. This I suck at algebra. The volume is radius <laughs> times pi. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I just there are several pi. pies in the room. Pi r squared. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> pi r squared it is pies r squared. Grammar, dude. Pies. Um. Anyway... It takes some time because, if you can imagine... Plus it's on the ceiling almost. 20 too. feet, right. Yeah. It goes from floor to ceiling. There's something written everywhere. Now you could probably guess, and if you can't, I'll just flat out tell you, everything was written by this magical quill. So whenever the wizard wanted something written, he summoned his quill, and it just went and wrote it on the wall. So every spot on the wall where a magical feather could reach, it did. So there's stuff all over. So it takes quite some time to figure it out. But you guys are in no immediate danger of the bad stuff. Um, so probably within a half an hour or so, uh, Uriel stumbles upon this writing that says, um, the end of it, you realize, says, uh, and we will result in lingering cold. And uh, it has a couple of notes in parentheses like spine tingling and weird sensation. Uh, and that, you realize that's at the bottom. You read up to the top and it says... Um, at the top, portal, mm. question mark. Then within it are just some oddball things you don't quite recognize, things like, um, you know, Eye of Newt, you know, <laughs> right. weird things that you don't know what, where the wizard may or may have not have gotten these things. And then again, some kind of incantation written out phonetically. Right. But it looks like portal, question mark, and then at the end are the things that you felt when you got to those cold spots. Now we, in doing that, read a lot of it. Does does oh, it yeah. seem like, like the wizard lost it at some point? Like at it was sort of normal, and then got to a point, and he gets sort of it not would be himself? difficult to determine that exactly. But there are definitely notes that are more rushed than others, like a eureka moment maybe. And he summoned the quill and was like, "Gotta get this written down really fast." So it got written down fast, but yes. nothing. Nothing seems like, you know, one day he's, here's how to grow a sunflower, and the next day, here's how to commit genocide. It's yeah. not... <laughs> like, it's not, just it doesn't level. start sunflower yeah. at the bottom and then gets genocide <laughs> yeah. at the top. Not really, no. All right. It really just looks like... Um, Does he have dates it, on any of these scrawlings? Scrawls? Scrawlings? No. I mean, you might be able to interpret some being older than others just by the strength of them, or maybe he was researching weaker things towards the end. Who knows? But Can I open up the journal and say, find yeah. portal? And see if it flips to a page with the, something the word portal well, on it. When you open up the journal um, and talk, nothing happens. If you open up the journal to an empty page, the quill goes to the empty mm. page. And so see if there's any exactly what you said. I want to see if there's any correlation to, like, uh, maybe something was working on, and then he talked about it in the book to see, like, oh, I was able to open up a portal in the pantry, and it goes here. Well, while some of us are getting steadily older than others, you yeah. can still flip through the yes, book. Yes, I will do that. And um, who else is going to do what? <laughs> I mean, I, I think I would probably have been just searching for ingredients and stuff. Okay. Some, something, like, even if, it, if there's not petrified wood, something that, like... Like new wood, <laughs> that maybe would be like the reverse of those things. That so this is the kind of scene where I'm picturing it as it's looking at the, the camera's focused on Uriel finding this spot on the wall, and he's reading through it, pointing his finger at it. It's a montage scene for sure. Exactly. The, the camera kind of loses focus and comes back into focus while Laramie's rifling through stuff on the desk, trying to figure the, to find pieces for stuff. And mm -hmm. 
And, and that's the kind of scene we're in, so what I else? Was, I'm going to look at the wand and see yeah. if, if there's some way to get any more clues off of it, because a, okay. a wizard would probably want his wand or staff, or probably a wand if he's doing mm-hmm. magical so while, incantations while you're and studying such. the wand, um, and I imagine this is going to happen more than once, somebody looking at scrolls, um, the writing on the wall, uh, might just read something phonetically out loud. Anytime that happens, there's a small hum in the wand as if power is in there. Mm. And you can feel it. A hum might not be there. with slight vibrations. Like there's something being channeled into that What wand. if I do something like cast light? on it and see if just adding my magic to the wand makes cast it light. do something. Okay. That's a spell. Ah. You have to cast a spell. Let's see what happens. Six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. Um, when you cast light, your light spell goes towards it. So what does it look like normally? Does the light leave it's your hand and then embed in the object or do you touch it? or? I, I put my hand over it and it okay. kind of starts a glow. So when you do that, the light seems to not stick to the wand. It kind of hovers around it, hmm. like it's resistant to your magic. And after a few moments, the light goes out. Okay. Hmm. Was just a thought. And pick one of those seven to nine things. Um. How old is Laramie while this is going on? If he looked fifty something when you met him this morning, he looks nearly sixty now. I'll I'll forget it for now. All right, you're gonna forget light. Okay. Gonna be retiring soon, buddy. Um, um, Breton, while this stuff is going yeah. on, your little spot in the cameo. The, yeah. In, in the I mean, Breton feels a little out of place here since he's not it's a much montage. of a magic user. He's he's just kind of keeping an eye on things, looking around. Okay. Off available to help anyone who needs help, but okay. Then we, after maybe two hours of just searching this room freely, you're at this point now of like, there's just so much to digest. Um, Maybe there's another clue somewhere else here. Where right. do you want to go next? I think we should check out the harpsichord. Why is it missing 16 keys? Well, because Mike said it. Well, we could still <laughs> look. Did you steal those keys, Laramie? I didn't steal. Every time Are they walks, made out of uh, you ivory? Clang, 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 clang. I mean, I'm, I don't need harpsichord keys, but we can go look at it. I don't need them. I just collect them. <laughs> We're going back towards the pantry kitchen Are you? ish, right? That's where we were. All right, yeah. somebody sort just of made going. a decision. Go okay. Yes, you're heading um, towards the gallery. You said there was two places where there was cold. There was in the pantry, there was the cold coming from in the, ca- in the, the cabinet. One the under cabinet, the cabinet, and the overhead cabinet, and then one underneath the cot. I'm going to go over to the cabinet, and I'm going to poke the wand into I'll the. I'll go over to the cot and see the if the wand comes out. Cold. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to put But I squat in. down like. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I'll make sure I use the pointy end. <laughs> make sure you use some of those incantations so it vibrates. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick it into the. It's a rare sexual innuendo with Breton is not involved. <laughs> the, the portal and okay. see if anything happens um, to the wand if it vibrates or. When you put the, the, the golden ball end of the wand yeah. in there. As soon as it passes the plane, that part disappears, and the rest of the wand gets warmer in your hand. Hmm. It's going into cold, disappearing, but the, the rest of the wand, that metal feels warm. Warmer as in, like, not burning you, but like holding a nice warm cup of coffee warm. That's odd. I don't know what else to do about that. I think we need to... Uh, so the one in the... No, it doesn't come out from under the bed. So the pant or the cupboard, the I guess yeah. the cupboard I one is. Know, it's very small. Yeah. Can we find like an edge? Like it's very small hole. It's like uh, it's like the regular size of um, a cabinet you have over the counter. That yeah, but like where's the, like where does this you know plane exist? Where it crosses, it's right at know? the doorway. So can I put my hand in it? You realize it was empty and you feel cold. Okay, gotcha. Because I was just poking the wand in to yep. see. Can I put my hand in it now? You can. That's amazing. Right. I'm gonna just. Well, so the very tips, carefully. The, the tips of your fingers as they pass through, you feel like on the other side they're in like a warm jello or something. Pudding. Pudding is probably a better way to put it. It's nastier, but it's more like what it is. There's a thick substance on the other side. Okay. I'm done with that. 
Maybe. When you pull your hand out, there's nothing on your hand, and it just feels just normal a weird. Again. Mm-hmm. Maybe the person that's not affected by heat and stuff yeah, I'm could go maybe stick his face in there or something. <laughs> I'm just spitballing here, but uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna say <laughs> you could to uh, Uriel. It, it's like warm pudding. Mm, I love pudding. Uh, can I go over to the pantry <laughs> one though? Because it's a little. You bit should bigger, check right? out the pantry. The, the one under the bed. Just yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, figure on, six foot long bed, three feet wide kind of thing. It's just a cot. So yeah, you, you could actually Nothing lay bad down happened. in that spot if you wanted. All right, tie a rope to me just in case you got a point. Just right. kind of gross. I'll tie a rope to him. Mm-hmm. You got. You want to help him out? I don't think. Yeah, you, you, you might want to. Pretty big guy. He can't. Oh, yeah. you can pull me out. Just hold on. <laughs> okay. I hug Laramie by the waist. <laughs> Give him a close so struggle a, from behind. There's a rope to Uriel yeah. that Laramie's holding, and Breton's holding onto Laramie. And uh-huh. I'm just you watching the from the other side of the room. Yeah, no, I'm actually, yeah, I'm grabbing the rope, helping Laramie, okay. like tug of war style. I'm uh-huh. by the warm pudding. <laughs> so Throw a tennis ball in it, see what happens. Um, the, the, it is cold. When you approach it, uh, what do you do first? Is it like foot first? Gonna yeah, walk? I'm kind of just going to like, like, like in. getting into a pool. Okay. Know, just lowering um, myself in slowly. It feels like you stepped into weightlessness, but something's still holding you. Mm. And it feels like there are, you move your foot a little and there's a ledge. And a little like more steps. and there's another ledge. Right. And it feels like, a, like steps going down. But you can't feel your foot touching anything. So, but... There's an edge there. But I feel the edge? Yeah. Oh, weird. It's like th- there's no weight, right? It, oh, it's yeah. like you're weightless. Um, when you make your way in, it, it is not an uncomfortable feeling. It's um, like um, you've seen these uh, fake skydiving things, the whole wind tunnel mm-hmm. thing that just blows you up. Probably like that without the wind is how you might be feeling. And when you step into the point where your head... Passes that surface, and everyone watching from the outside, he's disappearing as he's walking, like an old green screen effect or something. He's yeah. disappearing from the feet up, and right at the top, uh, I can't remember. Is he bald? No, he's got the long he has the red hair, like red fire hair. hair yeah. So right at the top, there's that little one last wisp of red hair that just uh, falls down into the nothingness, uh, and from in there, from where Uriel is now, when you look. It's like you're looking at an overhead view of the whole wizard's lair, and you can see everything as if there's no walls or anything. You see every room. You can see them down there, like, and they look like one-inch D&D figures <laughs> down there. You're looking at like this overhead map of the whole area. Can you hear us? Yes, but it sounds like they're way down there. Can I reach out and grab them um, or touch them? Uh, nothing happens when you do, but your hand is there. So he's got like an isometric, like a, yeah, he's viewing from he's the top looking, like an old video it's, game. It's like if we had the map drawn on the table. With it's the figures. Chris looking yeah. down on yeah. it. All right. And the map is fully drawn. You see every detail. Is there anything he's all right? I see here that we don't, we haven't seen? He can seen. hear you. you heard them. If we Did pull, you have come back through? Yeah, I, mean, I, I can hear know. you. Are you uh, okay? So when, when she, when uh, Lenore said, can you hear us? You heard her as if they were two little tiny figures down there, like, I don't know, how the, however far that would be, a couple <laughs> hundred feet. When he says, yes, I can hear you, it seems like it comes from the walls around you. It's like the walls are speaking. And it's in his voice. Well, that's weird. Which is a nice, you know, high-pitched tone. <laughs> I <laughs> no. can hear you! <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the whole place feels like it rumbles when he talks back. And it's even more... Um, more pervasive than the wizard who stuck his head out of the ceiling. Whoa. Uh, so, when I'm looking at this view now, is there something I see on this view that we haven't seen in the physical uh, workshop area? No. Something that's hidden, but I, but I can see it here. It occurs to you, while you think about that, that everything you're viewing looks fresher, newer. Like you're looking at it 200 years ago, maybe. Like before things fell into disrepair ah. and dust and it looks like you're you're looking at an the 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 way it was before the wizard died. Or How does he look in here? Does he still look old when I look at him down they there? Look the look same. Okay. Are you gonna come out, Uriel? This is go? this is Laramie, the paladin of <laughs> Josiah. Go, uh, <laughs> go, go towards the dark. Um, is the place that you're in full of warm pudding? <laughs> Are you in a pudding hole? Are you in a pudding hole? Yariel, are you in the good place or the bad place? <laughs> I see dead people now. Um, 
It doesn't feel like pudding to me, though. It feels more weightlessness, right? I don't have that resistance right. of pudding. It's, you're, you now understand the weightlessness. He gets the nice place. I get the pudding like hole. Pudding to you, me. you kind of stepped <laughs> pudding into... Pudding hole? Really? That's where you went? <laughs> pudding hole. You stepped into a, a viewing room, essentially. Oh, but yeah, yeah. You're looking at it as if from above. But we don't you know are, that. literally. So it's not... that. That's where that feeling of weightlessness came from. You're in a spot where you're looking at some place that's not really where you are. You're right. you're still wherever you walked to, but right. you're in this place now where you can see things that you shouldn't be able to see. You Are know, you dead? Magic. Describe dead. what you're looking at. I'm looking at the the ah, whole. Uh, careful, careful! It's loud. I'm looking yeah, <laughs> I'm and looking then, yeah, at the like wizard's uh, you know mountain hideaway. I can see everything, but it looks as it would have looked 200 years ago. Everything's fresh and no dust. And Sounds the nice. Paint, the paintings look, you know, immaculate. Like yeah, they were just painted. Is, it's much brighter as well. It's <laughs> lit. That's an interesting point. It's lit because the only light you guys have had is the light you brought with you. But this place is fully lit. Now, you can see the workshop, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if, can, can you put your face into the workshop so that it maybe comes out the ceiling? <laughs> Like, it is, <gasps> is the wizard in this place, and he's I, just sticking his face I'm, through it? I'm the only one in here right now. I can see you guys in the pantry. Well, what's I'm, what am I doing now? <laughs> You're waving. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I believe you. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's all true. Can I get closer to that? You know, can I yeah, go further it, down? It's like you can hover yourself where okay. you want. It's like an astral projection. Yeah, right. I'm going back into the workshop to see if his face comes out of the ceiling. Is that what you're going to try? I'm going to go try to get to the workshop, yeah. Okay. I'm going right. to see, too, if I can see something. Like if, are the writings the same? Yeah. Um, so when you stick your face in, you see his face. Hey! There's no light preceding it, but his face comes out of the, the ceiling. Well, that's cool. And, uh, How's it it's going up there? I mean, it's I, not covered with pudding. Are you sure that there's not a wizard in there? <laughs> I, I look around to see if there's anybody here no. with me. It's, you're in your own space. No right. matter where you move, you are, there's nothing around you. You're right. just looking into this space. Gotcha. Like you are the camera, if you will. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing outside of you. You're just there looking at everything else. There must be some reason that you can be up there. In this special place. <laughs> because he walked yeah. through there. Yeah, I mean, so far, that's the, the reason. The portal is there for a reason. But with, um, yeah, but I don't understand. It. Like, what, what would he So with that, th- there was a question of did the place look different to mm-hmm. the workshop. Yeah. Um, before you stuck your head in, the workshop was working. There's bubbles in these beakers. There's little bits of smoke coming out of this is thing. Is the quill writing? The, the quill is actually writing on one of the walls. When you stick your head through, you see it as it is now. Gotcha. Is I wonder if you could talk to the quill in your special place and have it write something. Like, can you affect the room from where you are? And if so, can you write the reverse aging spell? Yeah, but if it says what I'm actually saying, then I don't know the reverse aging spell. That's, that's but okay, true. I will try to, like, quill write my name on the wall. <laughs> well, does it write because it? of what it literally does... But it does it write it? it M Y N A M E. Right. Yeah. But does it do that in real time, or does it do it in this two hundred year old view? Past it depends. View? Is your head through the wall or behind the it's wall? Behind the wall. Then it does it in. Or does it ignore it? You can see it. Okay. But now is it is it there now? Does it exist where I told no. it to write it? Okay. Hmm. Hmm. It's almost like a. Now, now that you can see the whole thing is. Can you see anything that might help us? Like, like maybe there's a room that we don't know about? That's or what I was looking for originally. Looking can for you a, a see hidden... No secret doors. Anything on... I mean, other than the one you In the laboratory? In the working laboratory that looks like it was a potion or something that was about to be completed on a well, certain table? I see a mean? bunch of potions and beakers bubbling and... All right, you guys are working together on this. Let's do a discern realities roll, please. You've gotten to the point where I think there's enough studying going on that we ought to have something the coordinated. Hey, yeah, first good roll, 11. 10. Yeah, 10. This one goes 11. to 11. I had a 7. 7. Intelligence? Wisdom. 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 Uh, Wisdom for discern realities. 8. Okay. So let's put it this way. Each person ask a question... That you think will be helpful, and I will give you the, the real answer, whether it be helpful or not, to this situation. I'm going to start with the person who took the step into the uh, what should into I be the on the, What should I be on the lookout for? Okay. 
um, you can tell that the rope itself is starting to fade away in this place you are. And you're not sure you could find your way back on your own. So you may need them to pull you back out sooner. You might be stuck here. Mm. Mm. So you, be, you should be on the lookout for your, your ability to get pulled back into the normal <laughs> world uh, expiring. Get me out of here. Who's next? I'd like to ask, where is the reverse aging spell hidden? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> it's not so much that there's a reverse aging spell. It's that somebody needs to know how to reverse it. And it may be someone outside of here. The, the first goal is to, to get that curse stopped. Hmm. I want to ask who's really in control here. Ah. That's Laramie. I'm kidding. It's not. <laughs> I, so knew it. <laughs> I surprise, knew it. Surprise. It's his evil twin, Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> the, um, Dang it, Jeremy. Who could really be Gerald? Oh, so it all makes sense thinking. now. We're all putting you in the pudding hole. So the, it all makes sense the plot now. Lenore is, <laughs> Lenore the is now convinced with it, the same as what you're just saying. It all makes sense now. Um, you hear like a whispering of Zarika in the wind and... There's no real wind, so it's a you know goddess thing. But um, the all of the pieces are coming together now, and you realize that this is for sure, without a doubt, this is all a um, dead wizard's defenses, and there has to be a way to cut that magic off. And the 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 person who is in control here is not necessarily a person. It is a what is in control here. And what is in control here is the lingering magic left over by one of the most powerful wizards the world has ever known. Hmm. Break the quill. Yeah, there has to be a way <gasps> to there has to be a way to sever That's good. the magic he has left behind, cut it from the material world so that the material world can go on without aging further. Get me out of here first though. And then there's Well that. they need they were Brett, holding onto the rope with a, a, a different question? Or we go to Laramie next. Laramie! Um, How about y'all pull I mean, out of the hole? I mean, what here is not what it appears to be. Okay. The, um, I'm trying to find the way it's going to word it the best for me. Do you have anything, Breton, while I'm thinking about that? Or no? No, I mean, I was going to, I guess, say what is useful or valuable to me. Okay. Um, maybe I can put these together. So, the... The useful slash valuable thing, you can tell, um, and what is not what it appears to be. I'll, I'll kind of put them together because it'll all work the, the same way. The workshop is not the focus of the wizard's lingering power. It is elsewhere in this place. And you think it's re- most likely related to the pieces that were left behind, the magical pieces left behind in the, the galley, the kitchen area. Uh, we already know some of what one of those things involves, and we already also know warm pudding hole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, that sounds wrong. You come to the, this conclusion based on the stuff that you've learned so far, that that's the direction to go next. Plus, he wants to pull out before it's too late. I mean, if you say something, pull we'll, out. We'll, pull, we'll pull you the rope. And there's no way you don't hear him. <laughs> yeah, it's right. like booming. Yeah. We don't want to wait too long. Yeah, pull me out. Now. All okay. right. Yeah, so, so yank him out. So you put him in there with a rope, and when you pull him out, it's like a thread remains on the rope. And that spot right where it passed the, um, the darkness plane that where things turned invisible, it was just getting smaller. And... Um, when Yurio comes out, he is also literally smaller. <gasps> and you gradually start to grow. But based on how it looks, you're going to have to be out of it for the same amount of time you were in it before you're back to your normal size. Mm-hmm. So well, you, you are literally about now. a third <laughs> of your normal height. Hi, guys. You're, you're a going? smaller <laughs> being. And it's not just the height, but everything shrunk by about a third while you were in everything? it. Everything? Everything shrunk. <laughs> well, almost everything. Hey. You can't use your regular two legs. It's a good thing you pulled out in time, though. <laughs> it's, it better be like a pogo stick, yeah. because you're stuck now, buddy. <laughs> Where's Wendy? <laughs> so, yeah, you have a mini Uriel. Oh, my. Are you okay? Do you feel okay? Yeah. How tall is he normally? Like uh, six feet? He's like six. He's, he's a big, big guy. He's a big so, guy. So he is literally <laughs> like three and a half feet. 
Yeah. Or three feet, one inch. Right. Oh, my. Right. Is he younger right or just now. smaller? No, he's smaller. Just, just smaller. Technically, everything shrunk a little. So the rope shrunk yeah. two-thirds of its diameter. He <laughs> shrunk two-thirds of his size. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess we got to check out the pudding door. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pudding there, hole. Magic always has downsides. If you're going to be you know, pudding omnipotent viewing thing, then something bad happens. Well, to since happen. you're... A little bit more. I guess I can fit in the pudding small, hole now. You can go in the pudding hole. <laughs> yes, you can I mean, actually fit in the. I, mean, I can't I'm checking out the pudding hole. I'm doing it. <laughs> I mean, I'm already in there. But if you want right. to, I mean, <laughs> we need another rope, though. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I could just ride Cloud in, right? Get a rope. I mean, how <laughs> much of the rope is cloud. ruined? Like, do we have that enough that it'll, we could it'll grow? It's slowly moving back to its regular size yeah, so we should for get. the part that's left, and it doesn't really feel like it lost any of its strength. Just like you're, you don't feel like you lost any strength. You just feel like a portion of yourself. <laughs> then I guess we'll just we'll leave them attached or something. No, we'll get another rope. You want? Yeah. You want a bonus rope? Yes. All right. I want double rope. Double rope. <laughs> Going to the pudding room. We'll, we'll double <laughs> rope you into the pudding room. <laughs> we'll double rope you into the pudding room. I might just stick my head in there and see what's up. Okay. Hi. Um. Sticking just your head in doesn't seem to be far enough to do anything. All right, I'll crawl in. <laughs> Excuse me. You go through what feels like pushing yourself through a two-foot wall of pudding. <laughs> Does it taste good? And on the other side, it's um, kind of no like uh, the clear Jello taste. Oh, no. <laughs> right. I don't know what that's about. It's there for design only. It's yeah. not really a taste. It's like a solid water <laughs> kind of taste. Uh, yeah, it's water-flavored pudding. Oh, also um, my favorite. But after two feet of that, it kind of opens up, and in front of you. You see a spire that looks like it stretches up to the sky as, about as far as you can see. Right in the center of it, maybe 10 foot off the ground, is a uh, large purple crystal that's rotating and like, like thrumming with power. Uh, it's glowing. That's why it. the wand got warm. I want to grab when it. I as you're walking towards it, it's the, the whole nightmare thing, as you're walking towards it, it looks like it's getting farther away. And... Um, the rope keeps pulling through you guys' hand, and it's right at the end of the rope now. It's about to go through your fingers. I'd stop it. Pull I him would, back. Yeah, I would stop him at least. And you're kind of yanked, <laughs> like to <laughs> dog a on the end of a leash. And um, <laughs> looking behind you, you can see there's like 50 feet of rope behind yeah. you that leads. But that to thing the looks like it's wall. still another 50 feet away. Yeah, you he- might need some help. Hello, Uriel. You can. Can you hear me? You can't hear. Uriel. Uh, Are you okay? It's me, Laramie Burnsteel. I'll try to do a blast out of my hand to fire to the crystal. Okay. Um, just for safe, for for ease ease of re- resolution, right. it goes out there and it kind of like dissipates into a lot of little fireworks. It's really impressive, but it just when it reaches there, and it now that you do that, it looks like it's near you again, but you still can't reach it because now the rope is holding you back. But. Um, yeah, the fire hits it, and then it, it, it it's like um, if the fire was made of glass, and it shatters into a lot of little fires, uh, and then they all go wow. out. Huh. It's kind That's of a neat, uh, a neat effect when, it's, when that crystal blocks it. So he's been in there, and it got to it's the end of the rope. What do you guys want to do? Pull him back. There's, pull there's him still back, tension on the rope, so it's not like the rope went slack or anything. I mean, I, I feel like we'd just hold on to it, like... We have it held that he can't go any farther and pull it out of our hands. Right. But I mean, I don't think, I don't think we need to pull him back quite yet if he okay. still has tension so on the rope. Crystal it, spinning. Yeah, other than that, it's just like an empty room. Does this spire look familiar? Like I've seen it someplace before in a painting, a drawing, a book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it in a? It it, it looks like um, the entryway. When you look right up in the center of the entryway. There was a purple crystal uh, painted with like glowy lines around it, and then in the um, library where there were other paintings, and in the center of the paintings, there was a purple crystal with glowy lines around it. All right, I have an idea. Pull him back in. All right. W- would we know to you do know your that, idea? But you can still have an idea. I mean, I can pull him in if you I'm want. Gonna, I'm going to start walking back because I can't get to it now. And right. I so the rope, as soon as he turns around, the rope will go a little slack. But All right. so he, he's going to show up more. in 50 feet. It's not like it's forever anyway. All right, my idea. Okay, so when you come back through, by the way, um, you're oh, yeah. a little bigger and you have to duck to get out of okay. the cabinet instead gotcha. of just walking through. Now, do I explain what I see. Tell, okay, you tell us what you saw. 
Um, Seeing what I saw. And do you say that you recognized it from... Yeah, I saw it in the paintings. This big spire with a... Let's try destroying the picture of the crystal and see if that might hold some sort of significance to the curse. I mean, we could definitely Since do we that. we can't destroy the crystal itself. Well, you don't know you can't We couldn't it. get... We could all his, go in there and see what we know, pull You know that his fire didn't destroy it. Maybe the wand. It seems, in, the wand. in my experience, though, if you damage wizards' things, it's bad. But we could definitely try it. <laughs> well, it's a power source. <laughs> what if you did a magic missile to the crystal inside the... Um, I mean, if you, you want to put me <laughs> in the pudding, pudding hole. I mean, I, I'll go in there if you want. I'll go oh, in yeah. the pudding hole <laughs> with the wand. When you were inside, the way out was clear. Oh, okay. So when you turned around, there's you could see the cupboard. Yeah. And you so the out. rope wasn't necessary? I don't know if it was well, necessary. Well, we don't know about that. Well, I, I'll well, go I in without the rope it. if you want. Yeah. I mean, this is my thing, I guess. You could I'll hold the rope. And the rope's go. not a bad idea you in case flying it. monkeys come. I like the rope. You could tie it to something in the kitchen, too. But you I just mean. said that the rope wasn't enough. So, I mean, if we got to get in there... We get like, two ropes? Get some extra distance? I mean, well, maybe I felt, it'll be I felt like any time I try to get close to the crystal, it'll just I, further and I further I don't away. think the distance makes a difference, is what I'm saying. Because he said every time he felt like he was getting closer, it was the same distance away. Hmm. So it doesn't matter if he goes in five feet so or So who's going in the feet. pudding room? I'm going in the pudding room. Anyone else? I, I would like to go in the pudding room as well. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Brett and Cloud? Uh, I, I mean, let's jump, all go in the pudding room. Jump in there, Kurt. All right, let's all go in the pudding room. Yeah. You can leave Cloud out there holding the rope in her teeth. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. Yeah. Okay. Stay, girl. <laughs> sit, sit, hold the rope. So are we? I'm still wearing the wizard robes. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And nobody changed as far as I'm aware. We all are. He just went through. Um, you have Mini Uriel with you. Well, I'm he's a getting bit bigger. he's getting I'm better. Like four foot. Yeah, you're probably two thirds your size now that several minutes have passed. Five foot nothing. He's better. Nothing. Yeah. He's not um, quite dead. All right, so you guys go in. Uh, you see that again. It's a like a stalactite that goes up. Mm-hmm. There's stalagmite that goes up, and you never see the top of it. It just goes up forever. But right in the center of that, um, about 10 feet off the ground, is this brilliant purple crystal with glowies all around it. And it slowly spins, and it is just thrumming with power. When you walk through the wand, you started getting warmer, and it, it feels like you're holding on to a spark right now. Hmm. That thing is just, it's, yay. <laughs> it's it's happy. It yeah. It's not. It's warm. It's a happy, warm wand. In a pudding hole. In a, you're in a pudding hole, yeah. yeah. Well, you're all there. Now, is Bill now Cosby I'll in here? <laughs> we might it's have a menage a wand. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I can sort of tell if, if things are evil. Does this seem evil to me? Or does it just seem no. magical? Yeah, it's magical. It's definitely not evil. Alright. Uh, on its own, it is just, it feels like um, it's a nuclear generator. Mm-hmm. It's humming. Yeah, but you feel the Gotta power. Put the control rod in there. Yeah, you feel the power through the wand. Now, sure. if I... Or at least the wand is feeling the power and you're feeling the effect of that. If I move towards it, does it yeah. feel like I'm getting closer to the crystal or is it... No. So, okay. It feels uh, like your distance stays about 20 to 30 feet. Hard to tell because how big this thing is, that when you move closer, sure, it gets a little larger, but then you move a little closer and it doesn't get larger anymore. So, yeah. you're not quite sure. There's nothing, there's nothing in the foreground for scale. I want to try a magic missile. Okay. At the crystal. Go ahead and cast it. Because a failure could happen. And you're all there now. That's awesome. Seven, failure ten. didn't happen. Um... The magic not missile approaches it, and it does very similar to what the fire did for Uriel. The magic missile hits it and kind of explodes into a thousand little magic missiles, and each one, right before it hits the ground, just kind of fades out. That was pretty. You mind it's if fireworks. I try something? And I hold up my hand for the wand. Uh-huh. There you go. All right. And I hold the wand and point it toward the crystal, and as I say... As soon as you have the wand in your hand, you feel that incredible surge Isn't it cool? I, I feel, thing. like, powerful. Yes. Uh, but I turn and point it at the crystal, and I'm like, deactivate. <laughs> uh, turn off. <laughs> and I go through, like, 
several different iterations <laughs> of Halt. like cease. Halt, yeah. stop. your cease. existence. Yeah. Um. Power down. Stop. Power down. Oh, Chill out. Nothing specifically happens except you get this distinct impression that you holding the wand, talking to it, isn't going to do anything. I don't think it's working. Yeah. Well, it's worth a shot, and I hand yeah. the wand back. It's a, it just, just to be clear, the point was, no matter what you said, nothing came close to making a difference. So you, you get this distinct impression that, no, this isn't going to do it. Well, I mean, that was that's what I thought. So, mm. What if you throw the wand at the crystal? Hmm? What if? Who's stronger? Well, that's more of a... Dexterous or move. dexterous, because I'm not... <laughs> well, if you counted it as an attack, it's a volley, and that would yeah. be dexterity. Would you like to volley We it? wouldn't count it as an attack, but that if that's what it would be, typically. You're trying to hit something with something else that you throw. There I mean, you going to do that? But think about it, though. Like, as a wizard, like, why would he set up a crystal that he has to throw his own wand at? Like, Because he's got more in his infinite closet. I but mean, if I guess. the wand gets its power from the crystal and it can destroy the crystal, then the other wands would be useless, wouldn't they? What about if we destroyed the wands? We'll just make They'll another just keep, one. Making, just keep more. making more. Yeah. I'll try. I could try it. Which part? Breaking the wand I have. How? <laughs> Retributive. Just try and cracking it. It doesn't. It doesn't give under any pressure you give. You, How you about the gold? Pe- the gold is the metal, right? Or the wand is metal, right? The, the whole wand has the cold feel of metal, uh, but it looks wooden, and the top is clearly a ball of gold. I'll use my handcrafted ability and see if I can melt the wand. There you go. You That's can have it. Thought. Okay. See if I can have um, any effect on it. Is that a roll? Nope. Okay. And what does it do? Read it. If I, well, I, if I'm rushing, okay. To do without time and safety might require that I defy danger. Okay. So I'm trying to rush, but if I'm just like slowly seeing if I can melt it, I don't know. It's like your call. I, I don't think that. there's a need to rush right yeah, now. Yeah. So um, you're just trying to melt it. Yeah, or if I could bend it or manipulate okay. it in some way. Um, Maybe I could let it uh, manipulate, like guide me to manipulate it into a certain shape. I don't when know. you when you apply the heat to it, um, the 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 feel of the wand itself doesn't change. It's still thrumming with power. It has the warm feeling to it, but it never gets any warmer. But you start to feel your hand like it's on fire, but that doesn't bother you right. anymore. It's right. just—it's like it's reflecting, almost like what happened when she cast her light on it. Right. That it kind of just resists something you're trying to do to it. Well, same when you tried to snap it, bend it. It it in uh, in and of itself seems to resist what you're doing. It's not that it's impervious to it. It's like it's fighting back. Mm. I got nothing. Any other thoughts, Josia? This is your your servant, Laramie Burnsteel. Uh, I need a little bit of guidance here. Uh, if you could guide my my way, I'd I'd really like to continue ser- serving you. Uh, so if, if you could just point me in the right direction here, uh, I'm failing. <laughs> I need what help. What kind of sign do you normally get from Gojo? Um. Well, I I have a feeling that since. Uh, Josiah is very mysterious that it's most of the time very subtle mm-hmm. um, and just sort of something that is hard to like explain to other people but okay. you just like get a, like a feeling that something is maybe not right okay. and, or he changes something to be a little bit different than the the way it was before. Who had the journal last? Or who would have it now? He does. Yeah. So, um, Josiah makes you turn and look at the book that Uriel is holding. Like your eyes are drawn to that book. Gojo. And I go over to to my, my new friend Uriel and I'm like, can I borrow that book, please? Hand it which, over. Which, which I'm thinking, by the way, the book stood its normal size when you shrunk, so it was big. <laughs> riding on this thing. Because that would be resistant to his magic. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, so yeah, you have the book. And I, I guess I would just like flip mm-hmm. through it, and then uh, if, if I didn't see, like the pages didn't look different, mm-hmm. I would try to get to it a blank page and be like... Well, they're reading through it, there are some things towards the beginning of the book that look less like journal entries and more like instructions. 
and part of the the beginning of the book describes how the um, the uh, the center of power was created, and uh, within those pages you can actually see, and you probably get help from others reading through the book, so everyone would see it too. But um, you see how to uh, reduce the power or how to temporarily turn the power off, and you presume it's referring to this place that you're in now. Uh, it talks about uh, that you know the power is protected behind the pudding wall. <laughs> um, there's instructions there on how to get through the pudding wall by making sure you're wearing um, a cloak, and it's, it tells how to find the cloak in the armoire. So he's got instructions on all this stuff. So if he ever forgets it, he knows how to take care of it again. So you you have the information now in the book, and it talks about um, using the staff and the wand. And, and then it writes, it, written out in the book is another incantation. So you, it looks like you would need one of the wizard staffs, the wizard wand. Of course, you need the cloak to get through and um, uh, to say the incantation there. All right. Want so, me to run back and get a Yeah, I was going to hand you the book since you're, I feel, the, the most mystic of our, our party. Oh, and then I, uh, I just hustle back to the, the portal and sort of dive through and like run across the room because I, I yeah. now I have hope that this might be something. Mm-hmm. So you make it there. You grab. Um, of course, you can grab one of each because they just show up anyway. Mm. So you can grab the staff and the wand. You head back, and um, the from that point you can read the incantation that's in there, and it's essentially like uh, reading out the clapper. You can clap on, clap off, <laughs> and. <laughs> The, when you read the incantation holding the wand and the staff, the crystal kind of stops spinning and the glowiness fades. And at that point, it's right in front of you. And it looks like a miniature model. And it's about uh, a foot tall. And you can actually reach out and touch it. And it doesn't do anything. Now... When you said spire before, like yeah. is it like a tower in there behind uh, it's, it's it? Or it's more is it like just... like a natural cave formation, like a stalagmite. Okay, um, because it's not completely smooth and even, and what have, and then it's like in the middle of the mountain, so it's that kind of thing. Uh, but it looks now like something that was constructed, and then when it receives power, it grows. And but right now, you've got it so according to what you read in the journal. Up. You ha- it's turned off right now. Right. You flip the switch. And feeling different. How you feel? You you don't feel like you're aging anymore right now. It, you, there's definitely something in you that says, "Wow, I can breathe better." I mean, that that might have done it. I mean, I don't I don't think I'm any younger, but I, I mm. feel like it stopped. Maybe it'll reverse over time. I mean, maybe. I mean. The little person Are we able to take this that. crystal? Are we able to take it with us? Or? No, it's, it's. I mean, it's like a model, but it, it's there. It's yeah. really in the center of the mountain. Mm. Gotcha. But it's able to be manipulated by the person who can manipulate it. Well, we and should probably get out of here before this pudding hole. Right, closes I'm up afraid of losing our pudding door. <laughs> yeah, get out before the pudding hole closes. <laughs> Uh, so you make your way back out easy enough, and, and any one of you could find this place again now. Once the path has been made clear to you, you are heroes after all. It won't be too hard to find. Um, by the time you make your way back to Valshand, uh, um, Laramie, you're feeling like a spry 60-year-old rather than an aging 60-year-old. I mean, so it's I feel not better. horrible. You definitely feel better. Just in time for the Harvest Festival. Yeah. Yeah, you guys make it back halfway through the first day of the Harvest Festival. Festival. Um, You're supposed to be part of the festivities in the morning. So you actually get a chance to relax for a bit and um, maybe go over the the day's activities. I definitely Uh, want to show Prometheus the journal to see what we could figure out with Gerald eventually, see what they were working on. So if you guys are sitting around a table at the pig uh, I'm gonna at change. the end of the day after changing and freshening up. <laughs> totally keeping this cloak. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, get that pudding off you. It's a, it's a, no, the, the cloak, you know, it seems like it had some sort of significance, but I don't want to be 
wearing that around town. So y'all get together at a table, or your table, Our table. at the end of the day, sitting around. Wendy's bringing you guys uh, fresh bread from the day. It's a pine nut bread, and there's a, a nice uh, uh, potato chowder on the menu tonight. Mm. And the whole place is warm and comforting, and you finished up this uh, quick adventure of the day. What do you, What's the conversation like? I mean... Crickets. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm... I'd be interested in trying to help Laramie reverse yes. the effects of the uh, spell. So over the course of us, on the half day back, he hasn't changed any... There's never been a significant he doesn't change. seem to be getting younger. Anymore. Right, but he's not... And, and internally, Laramie probably feels like, gosh, this is awesome. <laughs> I, I'm very relieved, and I, huh. I couldn't be more appreciative that, that you guys <laughs> turned it off, but... I was a little bit hoping that I'd be back to my normal self, but uh, I mean, uh, baby steps, I guess. Baby steps or old man steps? Are old there any steps. wizards in and Valshan? In Valshan, not. So you maybe in Harak. You guys are the only thing special in Valshan. No, we'd probably have to go to yeah. Harak to find some wizards. We could also research the journal to see if something yeah. points us in the direction. I mean, there's probably one of our. Uh, Paladin temples in in Herak, so mm-hmm. I mean they're usually pretty knowledgeable, especially that hidden stuff. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. non cult is there too. They're all it's about the infirmary. Stuff. Yeah, might be able to restore some of your rejuvenate your youth. I mean, I very much support that plan. We can unold you. Yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna go to Herak? Not yet. Maybe the next time. Oh, Breton. Brendan's been mostly quiet. What did he learn from this? He's he's just glad that Laramie didn't die because dying ain't much of a living boy. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to thank our special guest, Mike. Woo! Thank you, Mike. Yay! Yay! Um, and that'll wrap up this short adventure here on Adventures from the Shed. And we can all say bye-bye. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.